feel really like cozy. Yeah, blanket, coat, sweatshirt. And a nice leather chair. Winter, winter's coming. <laughs> a flannel woolly blanket and a fleecy jacket. Mm. We're set to have snow for the first time oh this God. week. Snow, I'm also really snow on Wednesday, but the I think Tuesday was the most interesting because it's 80 degree high and 20 degree low. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how that even happens. I don't know either, but I guess we're gonna figure. We're gonna watch it happen. We're gonna feel it. Um, general weather change. We are definitely here in fall in Denver. It's our first season change. And we took Baxter to that really nice dog park and we could see the leaves changing. Just got home right now. Just got that. home. $13 uh-huh. to get to, to walk the dog. <laughs> $10 to get in the state park. $3 for Baxter's permit or something. <laughs> that we had to write write his name on or something like we that. We had to write our names on it. Okay. I don't and know. Yeah, and then we walked in a loop for an hour and it was real nice. It was super nice. The trees were super pretty. There was that nice water area mm-hmm. that was really nice that he got in the water voluntarily, which I like that he's becoming a water dog. Yeah. But, you know, it's like chilly in our condo if we keep the windows open. So we're like bundled up in coats and like socks. And then we go outside and the sun is still so warm. But um, snow on Thursday. I've been nervous about the snow and the cold. And and to get back to the dog park, it was okay. 107 acres. Yes. And there was probably 40 cars in the parking lot, would you say? Or was it less than that? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It's pretty pretty full. Yeah. But it was still pretty open. Uh, lots of dogs. Lots of dogs. Lots of Everyone dogs. was really well behaved. And then when we left, there was a lineup to get in. Yeah. It was like, what, 10 cars deep? Yeah. So we're thinking about getting the, probably getting the annual pass. Yeah, especially for when it's snowy. Which is not just like a dog park annual pass. This is just the generic state state park. park. And so so that state park is big and there's lots of different entrances and there's lots of different things. And there's more state parks close to Denver. Quite a few, actually. I don't know how many. We were going to look at a map, but we haven't done that yet. But the annual pass is 80 bucks. And we already have the national one. Yeah, until one, spring. One twenty. So this seems so I guess it's like basically two hundred dollars a year and we have all all park access. <laughs> all access parks. <laughs> the world is ours. Um yeah, and we're gonna finish we're gonna see some parks on our way home for Christmas. Yeah, we were thinking because of the dog and you know, we always go to the Seattle area for Christmas because that's where our parents are at. Yeah. But this year was a little questionable because we're so far away. We got to drive. It's like a four-day drive, you know, a comfort, yeah. four-day comfortable drive. As and opposed so, to a two-day drive. Yeah. So we were trying to decide if we were going to fly or and leave the dog here, like at a boarding place, or if uh, we wanted to fly with the dog, which is an option. But I don't really like that option that much. I don't much. like that option either. So I think we just, uh, we already made the decision and we're just going to drive. So we're going to, it's going to be eight days of driving, four days there, four days back. And then we'll probably spend three or four days in Seattle. And then, yeah, we'll take a different route there and a different route home again. Yeah. And we'll try camping with the heater, heater in the back. So oh, it'll be, yes. definitely be freezing. Let's definitely get a heater this time. And let's not lose the dog. Yeah, this is also last year when we did, cause so we did this drive last year too, but from San Francisco. Yeah, and, and that's, we hauled, that's when we lost the dog. We hauled butt up to Seattle, so we got to Seattle in two days, mm-hmm. and then we spent, what, like three days with the family, 
maybe four days with the family. Yeah, three or four. And then we decided we would take a nice, long, leisurely camping excursion back to San Francisco, which started out great. We ended, we started in Lake Chelan. We visited Elisa and her daughter Vivian, and we got some great wine, and we camped in some snow, and I built my first snow fire. Yeah? Yeah, no, Are you just, okay. <laughs> and then we hit Oregon, lost the dog. And everything kind of just disappeared. Just and then hauled ass back home again after hanging out and mopping for like four days. Yeah. So. But yeah. So that. So so this year we we can we won't lose the dog. Yeah, we won't lose the dog, and it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be fine. It'll be amazing. Yeah. So that's cool. I'm actually looking forward to that because yeah. we got to plan a route. Yeah. So that's we can hit some. We can try to go through some parks because we got we have that pass. Yeah. I wonder. Could we go east from Washington through like Idaho and into Montana and then down through Wyoming on the way back and hit up, I'm blinking, what's that big national park in Montana? Uh, are you thinking of like Glacier? Is it Glacier? Man. I don't know. They're, I, you're talking, <laughs> so are you talking about the one that's like northern Montana, like northwest Montana? I think so. Like right when you pass in through Idaho? I haven't been there, but something makes me think that's... that's Is that Glacier? Glacier. I could we be could wrong, that. but I, I that one time I went to uh, Montana to visit your family with the barn. Oh, Aunt Barbara and Uncle Jim. Mm-hmm. I almost went through there, but there just wasn't, it just wasn't a priority. I wanted to go south instead. So I'd like to maybe hit that. And then one place I haven't seen for a really, really, really long time that I kind of missed out on seeing when we lived in San Francisco is I'd like to go through the Redwoods if that's possible. Yeah. We probably have to do one one way and then one the other way because yeah. they're both kind of they're opposites. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So. But since we've already been we've already planned on four days each direction. Yeah. There's no reason to repeat the same path. Yeah, we could go east. So then on the way up, we could go east through or west. Excuse me, west through like Zion and stuff, and then go through Utah and like the Moab stuff. Yeah. And then that'll spit us out where we can go through the redwoods. Yeah. But basically, I think if we do Redwoods, that means we'll be going up the coast uh, the last day and a half or so. We could pop into Portland and say hi to some of our Portland people. We did stop in Portland for a cup of coffee. What did we do? We met. Were you selling a camera or something? Yep. Is that why we stopped in Portland last year? Yep. Yeah, we we swung through, met a stranger in town at a coffee shop, Yeah. sold him a camera. Okay, I was like, what? who are these strangers that we met in Portland and why weren't we stopping? Um, yeah, I mean, we could maybe stop and see some of our Portland peeps, maybe go to Fauvon Fresh, have some dinner, get some pho with the Portland peeps or something. Mm-hmm. That could be fun. And then hit up Seattle and then head east on the way back. Hope that, well, I mean, our truck will do fine in the snow. Yeah, we'll be fine. Plus, if we're, plus the highways are fine. Yeah. The parks might, we might need to look at park closures for snow. Some of them may not be open. They might close for the winter. Yeah, because a lot of them are on passes. Yeah. But they also have highways that go right through them. So yeah. usually those are. And it's not like we can go up. out and explore anyways because the parks don't allow dogs to explore. Right. So we'd just be passing through anyways. Maybe stopping at an out over an overlook, a vantage point of some sort. Yeah, and we can always camp just outside of them nearby mm-hmm. and hit them up in the morning or the evening, which is when they're coolest anyway. Yeah, that'd be really fun. I like that. So that's the plan for Christmas. 
And then we're still trying to hammer out what we're going to do for Thanksgiving. Yeah, which we got to figure out because it's before Christmas. So. It's true. Yeah, we're kind of working our way backwards. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be, uh, we're either, either going to stay local. I was kind of thinking it'd be fun to go and just like, st- we haven't stayed home for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. in a long time. Did we do Thanksgiving in San Francisco last year? I don't I have remember. no memory. I don't know. I'm sure we'll do something. Yeah. But so we was, were talking about Baja, but that's going to be, which is still possible. But it would be, possible. basically, it'd be two days of horrible driving because we'd want to get there quickly. Mm-hmm. So two days down, two days back, and then we'd probably spend five days in yeah, Baja. Yeah, what if we just went straight south and didn't do Baja, but we did somewhere in Mexico? Yeah, that could be sweet too. And then it would be less driving. Yep. It could be more processed with the dog. But besides that, as long as we have documentation from the vet about him being up on his shots, that's I think that's the only thing. I think I've, we've looked up at taking Baxter across the border before, and that's basically what it is. So as long as it's fairly mainstream border crossing, yeah. Or we can uh, do something like Texas. <laughs> I don't. There's. I don't. I don't have a lot of love in my heart for Texas. But you haven't spent a lot of time there. I haven't either. Um, I took a Greyhound bus across Texas when I was 19. Yeah. And that was like three days. That was three days too much of Texas. Yeah. I feel like we should, <laughs> I feel like, I don't know. I'm, I'm you know, I'm just. You I'm know, sure just, Texas just, has some great spots. And people who are from Texas have like strong emotional feelings about Texas. And it definitely is a state with its with a very strong identity. And maybe it's just because it's so big and it's like the biggest state in the United States. But yes, we could dabble in Texas. What's that little place that you wanted to move to? San uh, Antonio? Uh, yeah, like Bear County. Bear, yeah. yeah. Is that San Antonio? I'm pretty sure because that's where Bear Goods is at. Okay, yeah. so I know for a while you were trying to convince me we should move to San Antonio. Well, you know, I wasn't I wasn't necessarily convincing you, but I, but when we were, were in... You were definitely bringing up... I was dabbling. The strong Cost of living. Points. Yeah, because when we were trying to decide where to move, Denver was on that list, but then a bunch of other places too. And San Antonio was on there. Um, there's a, like, like um, New, uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. What else? I feel like there's a place in Nevada, but I don't remember. I would never move to Nevada. Yeah. The, these are all, <laughs> and, and, the, and my criteria was like. Cost of living. Lower cost of living and ha- a city. Yeah, because you know me, I have to be in the city. Although you found that dome house that was <laughs> in the middle. I mean, it was in the middle of the desert. There was a dirt road that went to the house. I don't, I think it was like a 45 minute drive to like the mailbox. Yeah, it And you're <laughs> like, look at this cool place. And all I could see was my, like myself just like mentally dying in the desert. It looked like, a, it, like if you tried to, build civilization on the surface of Mars, like what you see in illustrations in like Star Wars movies. Well, it was just one of those 70s or, dome houses or, that were super popular. futuristic movies. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a fabric kind of, almost a like a greenhouse type Fabric. Thing. It was like, it was wood and glass. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. It was not, I, if you had shown me a fabric house, <laughs> the conversation would have ended like mid-sentence. <laughs> they would not have been a conversation. <laughs> but yeah, lots of cool, lots of cool places like that in Nevada though, and they're really cheap they are really cheap it's almost like you there's can... a reason why they're so cheap sure nobody wants to live there but how cool would it be no to to like to to buy one of those and not live there live there 
but just have it there. And then... Like a summer vacation or like a winter cabin? Yeah, like it has like a little, you know, you set up like a little full bar set up in there. You have a functional kitchen and you just like invite a bunch of friends over with their trucks and bikes. And it's more like a base camp. And you can go, because it was like on BLM land almost. I mean, you... Yeah, you can go was, everywhere. There it's was the perfect n- base camp. You would not annoy anybody. <laughs> no, nobody, nobody's around. No, I mean that could be super fun as like a vacation house yeah. where you like invited people over and had like events. Like we, you know, like with the mini bikes. Who does the Christmas thing every year in Oregon? The Santa thing. Uh, you know, we drove out to his house. It was in Oregon. It was like Sandy. All oh, right, Sandy, Oregon. Nest Up Productions. Yeah. And he's got that. that <laughs> yeah, yeah, op, yeah. That course. Yeah, he's got his barn, and he built his course out there. Yeah, and... like we could totally do something like that. Yeah. And that'd be great for like a vacation house or like you know a special occasion. Like, hey, let's all get together and like pretend we're. 22 again and like party all night long and like ride motorcycles well, and like side by side. You don't party. It's just, you know, you just have like a kitchen and beds and stuff like that. Well, you said a full bar. Well, and you're, full bar. you're implying a party. No, not a party. Not I'm a party. implying just a party. Accessible. It would be nice if it had like a pool too for those of us who don't motorcycle. So yeah, that could be super fun. And if we ever have, you know, a bunch of money building up and we have to get rid of it, that'd be great. But right now we don't, we don't have that much money. It's just like floating around being like, oh man. We should probably do something with all of this. <laughs> yeah, not a priority. <laughs> not a priority. But it's good It's good to think about. It is, because I see that. There's people who buy, like, cabins and stuff. I'm not really a cabin person, but it could be good. But yeah, none of that matters because we moved to Denver. So yeah. that's where we so decided to go. So how did we... Oh, because we were talking about Thanksgiving, and they were talking about going south. And yeah, talking about so we still got to think about that, I think. Yeah, not I kind of sure. was thinking it would be fun to stay around and, like try some of the winter activities here in Denver, like snowshoeing or skiing and then like driving out and cutting down our own Christmas tree, mm-hmm. maybe doing like some Christmas baking. Because now that we have this nice kitchen, I could like, I could do some cookie damage in this kitchen. So maybe Baxter and I will go somewhere and then you can bake. <laughs> but who's going to test all my creations? Well, we can test when we get back. Okay. <laughs> I love, I love baking. And the only time I do it, the only time of year I do it is at Christmas. Because I honestly don't know what to do with it all. My problem is, is I love baking and I'm also a goldfish. So if there's anything in front of me, I will eat it. So I can't bake any other time of year. Because then I just, it just sits there and I eat it until I'm sick. Yeah, because I don't eat it. No, you won't. You'll like, (laughs) you'll look at it and be like, oh, that's nice. And then walk away. So it's just me. (laughs) <laughs> but now I have like coworkers and all sorts of like, I've got a main office. I can just dump goodies in. I can have so much fun baking and then just dump them off and they will get eaten. So that'll be fun. Yeah. But Mexico so, also is fun. You know, something else, some, now that I think about it, on the way back from Christmas, if we do go east, then it might make sense to pick up the motorcycle in Idaho. Oh, you want to wait that long? Uh, I think so because now because they still have the dirt bike, Mm -hmm. and Tony's got my KTM adventure bike in Boise, Mm -hmm. Idaho, and I don't think that it's going to be super rideable around here. Not Uh, not until like June. Yeah, so I think maybe May, especially for that kind of stuff. I mean that that kind of riding for me is most fun in like the summer and the fall and spring. You know, all the seasons that aren't coming up. <laughs> Eventually, um, they're all coming up again. 
plus I know Tony's I mean I I got I had need to order some parts and stuff so I mean you know realistically it probably wouldn't be done till middle or end of November anyway so oh, okay that just makes uh camping more challenging that's what I was thinking because it takes two of us to get that thing on the rack and mm-hmm. if it's slippery or snowy or adverse conditions I guess we could always just stay like in a hotel a night until we get somewhere where yeah it's easy to take the I mean well it'll get easier with with effort too with effort and you yeah. need practice? Well, I mean, the second time I put it on, it was pretty, it was quite a bit easier. Oh, okay. Yeah, these are all like super sweet ideas. I love, I love the upcoming holidays. There's another holiday coming up. Uh, oh, my birthday. Your birthday. Yeah. Turning 62 this year. <laughs> I wish, because then you could at least empathize with my middle ageness. <laughs> You're still so young. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, my knees hurt every day now. (laughs) What was that workout we did? Was it last week or two weeks ago where you do rowing and then you do burpees over the rower and then there was like the V-ups or whatever? Mm -hmm. The hardest part of that workout was like getting back up off the ground (laughs) because I just, things just hurt now. (laughs) All of the hair that I've like fallen off my head and I found like stuck to my clothes for the last 24 hours, every single one of them has been white. I just, I feel, I feel it. Yeah. And now, and you're still so young and bouncy. Your joints are so lubricated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and right before your birthday, you're heading off to Thailand, Bangkok. Yep. yep. Heading off to work. To do some work. Non-remotely for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, see people face to face that I work with remotely on yeah. a daily basis. Some of which I've never seen in real life, so that'll be fun. Oh, even the last time you were there? Yeah, everybody. There, there's real. I mean, I, I work probably with. Uh, well, it changes every day, but probably with like five people face to face or remotely. <laughs> I guess <laughs> five people on my team. Webcam to webcam. Yeah, and I've <laughs> really only met one of them. You know, that's Arthur, who I've worked with for a long time. So Forever I'm, I'm more, I've more than met him. But the, the, rest, Your work of the husband. rest of the people I've never even seen in real life. So that'll yeah. be fun. We're going to just meet, uh, fly in, do like a week of, uh, we're calling it a hack week, which basically just means doing what we usually do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> except Without we're in the same room. Except we're in the same room and there's no meetings and it's just kind of like focus time. Yeah. And then uh, we have uh, four days of like a company summit. Mm-hmm. Or I think they call it a workshop here, but at GitHub we called it a summit. Same idea. It's just a, it's like a conference. It's like an all hands. Yeah. It's company all hands. Yeah. You just, you know, half the time is people presenting things they're working on or planning, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the other half is just like social, getting to know each other and, you know, doing recreational stuff together, hiking. And I think there's, there's like paintballing and, you know... Oh my god! In the Thai, in the Thai heat, <laughs> just like sweat and paintball. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch. I mean, people. It's all optional, of course, and people yeah. are doing whatever they want to do. But I think that's just some of the stuff I've heard people trying to coordinate. And uh, we're gonna, as a team, we've already made starting to make a list of places we want to eat as well. Oh so. my god, I'm so jealous! I wish you could bring me home some real Thai food. I don't even know how that would travel. I would probably go Not rancid good. before you got here. Yeah, but. it wouldn't be good, especially because like 30 hours of travel. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be so disgusting by the time you got it. Oh, my God. I'm sure it would still be delicious, though. <laughs> yeah, so that's coming up. That's like in a week. That's next week. Yep. Do you live? You leave on Saturday. Yep. Next Saturday. Yep. Oh, man. 
And then I have the added complication of parent-teacher conferences. So you leave Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, we have regular school, and then we have parent-teacher conferences from 2.30 p.m. until 7 Mm p.m. And obviously we have no friends here because we're new. We don't really know anyone. Everyone I know is a teacher who will also be at parent-teacher conferences. So we have like the Baxter issue, which I think I came up with a pretty ingenious idea and everyone seems totally on board with it. I'm just, because my preps, I have third and fourth, which right after fourth is lunch. So essentially have almost three hours of what I, prep time normally. And I asked if I could just come home and work from home for those three hours and then come back and everyone seems okay. So Baxter will get a break and then I'm going to leave parent-teacher conferences an hour early. So that makes it so we don't have to hire somebody because when we tried to hire the, the Rover dog walkers in San Francisco, <laughs> that did not work out very well. Baxter's not a huge fan of strangers he when needs, we're not around. Yeah, he needs to be... Introduced. Properly introed, and we need to be present. Yeah. And then everything's fine. Yeah. He's cool with almost anybody. But With that one guy who, like, texted you when you came home, and there was, like, peanut butter, like, up the wall. Oh, man. When we were in San Francisco, you know, I had been, before moving to San Francisco, I had been working from home for five years, and then I moved to San Francisco, and we we all moved to San Francisco. Well, I moved, like, a month later, but yeah. I moved a little bit early and I wasn't working from home anymore. So Baxter was home all day by himself and which sucks because I mean, I, during the day, I think I go to the bathroom like, I don't know, six times or something. Yeah. And then he, he goes to the bathroom zero times because yeah. he's like stuck in the house. So we tried using this service called Rover, mm-hmm. which actually seems like a good service. It seems great. And we used it successfully before and there's like an app that you can put on your phone. There's a website and... The first time I had used it, I I you just basically how it works is you just say when you need somebody to walk your dog, mm-hmm. you can pick from a list of people and they have reviews and you know they do background checks on everybody and so it's it's not entirely random who's going to come into your house. But then also with at least with the first person that we used, I was able to be with them the first time they walk the dog. Mm-hmm. So I met them in downstairs in our apartment building. We walked up together and I introduced them to Baxter and then I went on the walk with them mm-hmm. and, you know, just let them hold the leash. And and then, you know, Baxter went on a few walks without me while I was at work mm-hmm. and it was fine. Yeah. Then, for whatever reason, we tried booking on a day where this person was unavailable. No, they they like basically quit or something because they weren't available anymore. I mean, they were, yeah, they just disappeared from... They vanished. Yeah, it, yeah. so I don't think it was anything personal. I think it was just... I imagine there's a lot of turnover on yeah. this. It's kind of like... For sure. From what I understand, a lot of these people, once they have a certain number of clients, they just kind of leave the app because they don't... They don't need it anymore, and they kind of work out a band. You know, they got their own relationships going now. They yeah. don't. They don't. They don't need to give Rover whatever their cut is. You yeah. Know? Anyways, this person didn't exist anymore on Rover. It had. We had stopped using them for a month or so, and uh, I think it was summer because I was home. Right. So it was, it was a while, but then we decided to pick it back up again. The person that I selected this time wasn't able to meet with me, which I thought, you know, that's a bummer, but Baxter did so well last time. Let's give it a shot. I went to work. Um, this person came in to walk walk Baxter while I was at work, had never met Baxter before, and it was absolutely horrible. He couldn't get Baxter out of the crate. Baxter apparently was just barking and growling the whole time. He He pooped and peed all over the place. There was just like, 
it there was this all over the house was was crap just spread it was spread on the walls it was on the table there's also poop everywhere oh yeah poop and pee and everything and and the guy texted me and he's like texting me in all caps he left me a bunch of voicemails and i don't really see any of this because i'm working because that's the whole reason i wanted the the walkers because i'm working yeah um so i check it all and i'm and he's just like completely freaking out and he just left (laughs) like we keep you know we keep baxter in a crate Uh be just because he's comfortable in there and he, well, he freaks out less and he doesn't eat stuff. and He doesn't destroy things <laughs> Yeah, as much. he used to have an issue with that, but it doesn't seem like he does. I don't know if he'd have an issue with that anymore, but I, I do know that he barks now if he's not in his crate. Oh, so yeah. so he, he, he's much better at calming down if he's, if he's just in his crate. Anyways, he just left. And so I had to leave work and come home and Baxter's just freaking out <laughs> still when I get home. <laughs> Poor and little doodle. It was a total disaster. So we don't want to do that. No. Yeah. So we gotta. We gotta either. We either gotta make some friends. We need another. We need Jill to move here. Is what we need. Yeah. I think somebody at our gym probably is gonna be our best bet. We just have to make friends before. I always feel weird be approaching people and like, "Hey, would you want to walk my dog?" I feel like I need to be friends with them first before I ask a, something like that. It's not like we wouldn't pay them, but I still. I feel like there needs to be like a, a personal connection. I don't know why I'm okay hiring a stranger off an app, but I'm not okay asking somebody in real life. I guess it's just like internet, like social media problems now. But yeah, I don't know. We also need to find somebody to watch Parker over Christmas. But that's a lot easier. She doesn't she doesn't get angry at people when they come to visit. She's like, oh, please, God, just pet me. Please pet me. She just needs somebody to put food down. And then she'll bite them. <laughs> like she just bit me. Anyways, those are really the only two conundrum days while you're gone and I think I figured it out and then I'll have that Friday off so he'll get he'll have a little reprieve we'll just hang out be buddies he'll forgive me eventually every time you go to town he holds a grudge for a couple days (laughs) and I think uh right before that so I've been continuing to do the uh pilot uh license training stuff oh yeah and I think right before that on Wednesday I might have a license to fly Ooh. by myself. Super fun. That's pretty exciting. You could take me. Oh, can you do passengers yet, or is that a different step? That's a different step. I'm gonna. I need to take an F, the FAA exam mm-hmm. for that, and then I need to take another check ride, mm-hmm. and I need to have. Uh, I think it's ten hours of flights by myself. Once that's done, then I'll be able to take a passenger. Okay, so maybe like mid February. I don't think it'll take that long to once once I have a solo thing. I don't think it'll take that long. Maybe a couple weekends to get the ten hours in. So that's well, maybe exciting. we could maybe we could go on a couples flight for our anniversary. Yeah, twenty minute couples flight. <laughs> <laughs> go up in the air, fall back down again. Okay, that was fun. <laughs> and then you can take me out to dinner and pull there <laughs> or lunch because <laughs> it'll probably be early. Yeah, because so Cause the got to go during daylight. Well, the 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 um. With the gliding in Boulder, you can do it year round, but it's different type of gliding. So in the summer, you have thermals, mm-hmm. which are all over the place. And in the winter, you don't really have thermals. You have like ridge lift and convergences and stuff like that, which are on the mountains. So there's like a there's like a set track that most people take during the winter. There's like specific routes that it just tend to be pretty good in the winter. Yeah. But you're not really like you're not exploring that much. Yeah. yeah. It's a little less exciting. Well, it might be good for my first trip up. Yeah, no, it'll be I, I it'll be fun for sure. I, I yeah, but it, I don't know if we'd be able to pull like a five six hour flight or something. I don't know that I'd want to be up there for five or six hours because I 
probably need to pee. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> this isn't like this isn't like a forty seven forty seven. We should like you know three emergency exits or six emergency exits and like two bathrooms and. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the competition gliders. They got like their drinking bladder and then they got like their pee bladder. No, so they can pee in a bag. No, thank you. I'll pee, pass. Out, pee out the glider. No, thank you. I'll pass. <laughs> I'll pee, definitely. Especially in like bolder winters. Uh-huh. I do not. Just freeze on the side. It would just become like an, a yellow icicle yeah. on the side of the plane. I will pass on that. Thank you. But I will definitely take an anniversary flight with a romantic lunch and maybe stroll through downtown Boulder. Yeah. yeah. In case you're wondering what to do for an anniversary. Anyways, that's uh, that's it. That's it for me. You know, I we talked about this on the episode that we threw away, but um, <laughs> if you threw away, it episodes. was so bad. You know, we just. I mean, are this, not... I, I wouldn't say that. Th- I wouldn't say that this is our finest episode, but I'm just saying that when we were so out of it, we're just not good at early morning. No, like, coffee was... and podcast is not our time. Yeah, it was pretty bad. But... And I think we need to also find topics that we both have a lot of input on, because then it's more fun. When it's just like you talking about something that you do by yourself, and I talk about something that I do by myself, it's not as interactive and fun. Yeah, it's almost like we should just do an episode when we come back from a camping trip and then just not worry about it the rest of the time. Yeah, this whole like weekly thing, it was sort of fun at first, but yeah, I think it's too much pressure because we're definitely not keeping up with it weekly. I don't necessarily feel the pressure. I just, I want to do it. It's not like I feel pressured to do it. I want to do it. But then, yeah, we both have different, we got different things we're doing and it's kind of weird just to, and, and also most of it we've already talked about with each other. Yeah. So like I've told you about, my gliding and the cool stuff we did and like last time we did three spins towards the ground and it was terrifying (laughs) and I felt like I was gonna die and we probably hit like two g's yeah I feel like this is probably more fun when we're when we are talking about something we both did together so yeah and it's not like we don't do a ton of things together but a lot of times it's really boring like making dinner and like walking the dog. Although today's walk was a little bit more exciting because mm-hmm. we went to a new place. But like nobody's life is that exciting all the time. Yeah. So maybe we can do that. If we go, um, I kind of like this idea. So this is uh, similar to the photo uh, blog that yeah. we started. I mean, I definitely think we should do an episode after you get back from Bangkok because that'll be a lot of fun to hear. You should do what I did when I went to Africa and like record the sounds and then we can edit them in. Because I bet Bangkok has a lot of cool sounds. Yeah. I'll do that. I'll I'll uh, I'll bring a recorder and uh, see if I can get some. Is of there in. not like a recording on your Google phone? I, you know, there probably is. I'm sure there is. Yeah. yeah. So just use that. That's. I mean, I just used my iPhone the whole time I was in Africa. Oh, did you ever hear about that Africa trip? Uh, yeah, I've heard. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 going to South Africa on the motorcycle. Did they, Did you ask about? I haven't asked them about two up yet, but you know, the thing is, so let me say a little bit about this trip here first. There is a company called Moto Safari. I'm pretty sure that's what they're called. They're new. So this is, um, uh, the, the, the reason I heard about it is because I am related, uh, recently, recently related. But you knew him before you guys became related. Yes. I, I knew him before. Or but, knew of him. But I'm, yeah, but I knew, knew of him, never met him. Um, but I've recently become related to him. And so I've been kind of paying attention more to kind of stuff he's been working on. And this tour company is probably the best way to describe it, has been created and it's called Moto Safari. Mm-hmm. And they've got a bunch of different trips that they're doing. 
Um, they've done them already, but it's been mostly like private groups. It's, it hasn't been a public thing. It's mostly been experimentation, like route planning and just, you know, building the relationships with like local hotels and restaurants and stuff like that. And everyone they've been inviting has been like really good with a camera. So their, their brochures, their, their, all their advertising materials. Um, like if you find them on Instagram, the Moto, Moto Safari account, it's freaking beautiful. It's like the most beautiful motorcycle, motorcycle tour company I've ever seen. Cause most of the moto tour companies don't have that. And they end up not looking great at all on Instagram. It's just a bunch of like crappy pictures from people who went on the tours and they're, they, you know, they're not really capturing the experience very well. But Moto Safari did something differently where they did all these tours with people who were good photographers. They invited good photographers. Yeah. And man, they're like, it's beautiful, beautiful stuff. Anyways, one of their trips that they do is in South Africa and it's on <gasps> 2019. Yeah. So Luis is looking at pictures right now. Sorry. It's Lion. on, um, everybody gets a 2019 BMW 1250GS and it's about a, I want to say it's a week and a half. And it's a mix. It's mostly unpaved roads, but from what I've seen from the pictures, it looks pretty easy stuff. So like gravel and, and things. And so we're thinking maybe we can do two up, which we would be We have to ask. We have to ask permission. And then I have to ask permission to get off the time from work. Yeah. But to go back after spending a month. Now, South Africa is obviously very different from the eastern coastline of Kenya and Tanzania. I wasn't even on the coast, but oh my gosh, to go back, I'm like there's just tears in my eyes. I'm like so excited. <laughs> it was so incredible. It was so incredible. And then I know Chris is going to go. And the whole time I was in Africa, A, I was missing my mom because she had booked the trip and she was supposed to be there with me. But also I just kept thinking about Chris and like how much I want to do this safari type situation with Chris, but like not in, not in the type of settings that I did it in, but like differently, like we talked about or like renting our own safari vehicle mm -hmm. and getting guides. So this would be like that. And I'm squealing, <laughs> but then they like, they've never really done a two up group before or like somebody on a two up. Yeah, I mean, I just don't know if anyone has had the interest, but they, but they, uh, from what I've seen, it doesn't look. I mean, we've we did way gnarlier stuff too up a long ass time ago, so I, I, I don't. The only thing I worry about is uh, if is the speed of the group and if that would slow people down. But you know, we go pretty fast too up, so I'm not. I don't know. I'm gonna ask them and see, but I think that would be really cool because it's a freaking BMW GS. I mean, you're gonna be super comfortable back there. The bike is made for two up. It's got like a seat. You know, a real seat. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge <laughs> motorcycle, so I, I, I don't think it would be a problem. But, but uh, we'll see what they say. But that's yeah. in April. That's uh, that's in April. So it's a ways April. away. It's quite but a ways away. The earlier we can book our airfare, the better. Yeah, those kind of rides are so fun because they're so easy. You don't have to do any planning. You don't even have to carry stuff. I mean, they've got the support. Oh, they have a support vehicle oh, yeah. too. Oh my god! So they're gonna meet like. All your meals are, are cooked for you, and yeah, it's it's phenomenal. You have like a shower every night. I think you do. I'm not sure because just because I I, sure. for, I I know there's a bunch of hotels, so I, I'm not even sure if you're even going to camp. So it might be a shower every night. It, there might be tents, but they're like probably like the tents I stayed in in the uh, Serengeti and the Masemara, where they're like they're semi permanent. They're built on a platform, and there's a there's a full bath attached with a shower because after riding in that heat and that dust, it's a situation. Yeah. But, oh my gosh. Okay. Okay, well, uh, that's it for this week. All right. Are you ready to make some tacos? 
Let's make some tacos. And I guess we'll do our next episode when we have done a trip that we are both involved in. Or when you get back from Bangkok. Okay. All right. All right. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.